All right, how is everybody doing? Doing good? Looking good? Feeling good? Welcome to live class. Um, in the course of today's conversation, principles from God's word will be shared. Um, just in case you hear anything that sounds like health advice, please consult with your doctors. If you hear anything that sounds like financial advice, please consult with your financial advisors. And if you hear anything that sounds like spiritual advice, please consult with your Praise God. All right. So today, today, uh, media, I, I hope you guys are ready with the link. Part of what I do because of the, the way my calling is designed is that I, I want to use some words that will, some people will understand later, is that I must go back and revisit everything that flows out from this fountain. I must. Not, not for review purposes, even though that's good practice, but to drink myself. And um, I don't know about you guys. Maybe I should speak for myself. But the past few teachings on asset classes have been so concentrated that even me, the teacher, I have questions. I have questions for our teacher, you know, so I wanted us today to just take questions. If that's fine. If you have a question and you want to use the mic, that's our preferred option. However, if, because we are very techie people, I hope everyone can see the barcode and those online also. If you want to scan and type in a question related to our teachings on asset classes or Maybe anything we've learned in life class so far. So you can bring out your devices, scan the barcode, and then use the link. But while you're doing that, there are a couple of things on my heart to share with us. Is that fine? Is that fine? Just to tie up the conversation on, on the assets classes. Wow, what a way today's service has started. Obviously going to be a glorious time. No doubt. No doubt. You know, um, it was um, somebody had brought his grandpa, his grandfather from a rem very remote village. And then just on the way, the, the grandpa was like giving them words of wisdom. So the grandpa said, ah, in their Kong native language, he said, if you want to know, he says, you know a tree that will be very great. When the tree is still young and budding. That's what the grandpa said. And he was dishing a lot of wise words. The people in the car like, mm, ah, grandpa is deep. So when they got to the city, grandpa saw buildings and lights and cars. He was like, what is this place? So as they were going, a fast sport car, like a Ferrari, drove past them. They were driving fast. The car just went, Pshum! and before they knew it, another similar sports car just went, Pshum! and the grandpa said, what was that? He said, daddy, no. Gram daddy, don't worry, we'll show you. So when they got to one of the places they were taking him to, they, they were so sure that there would be some sport cars in the parking lot. 
So they, they parked and then, I'm just waiting for you guys to upload your questions. All right. So they parked and they showed the grandpa. They said, grandpa, this is the car you saw that drove past us that time. And the man saw the small thing. They were in an SUV. He saw the small thing. Guess the question the grandpa asked them. So you people didn't know why I told you about the tree in the first place. There must have been a reason I talked about the tree. So grandpa said, if this guy is moving like this when it is small like this, how is it going to move when it grows bigger? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Praise God. So a couple of things on my heart to share with us today, um, and then we will take questions. We'll take questions. Um, I just want to encourage us, based on all the things we've been learning, that what we are doing is we are painting a picture of your future. And that future is not very far away. Did you hear me? The reason why I'm calling it a picture of your future is it is possible for you to be listening to all of this. And you're just like, wow. You're just trying to picture this portfolio. You know, he has it all figured out. Maybe PD owns lands in New York and Hong Kong. Amen. He does. Amen. And and those um, intangible realities are becoming tangible soon. You put in there me say amen again. You want it to hang there? No, no, no. It's here. It's here. Glory to God. So please do not disqualify yourself and say this thing is for those who have figured things out. No. It is for you. Do not excuse yourself from what God is doing. I just want to settle that. So you might be a student that loves to watch life class. Or you might be someone who has recently, you know, landed in Canada. And you are just trying to navigate your career and navigate certifications. And then here are teachings coming about building wealth, owning portfolios, buying real estate nationwide. And you're almost like, please, can we talk about how there will be food on my table tomorrow morning? And if you're in that boat, I just want to encourage you that it won't always be like this. Oh, you didn't hear me. It won't always be like this. God is going to come good and come true on his promises. So even if you are in a bit of a not-too-nice place, and you're saying, be the same with shoes, invest, 20% PD. <laughs> Come, let, let's sit down. Let's do, the, let's do the percent together. You yourself, you tell me where the 20% is because there is no way it is coming from. How many people are like that? Oh, it is foolish to, to, to spend everything and save nothing. PD, it's not like I'm a fool. It's not like I don't know. It's just that what is coming in and what has to go out, the imbalance is so much I've come to encourage you it's for a season. Did you hear me? So please don't just leave your feeling, oh, that church is an elitist church. Poor people cannot be comfortable there. Well, we don't have poor people in this church. Hey, I'm the only one preaching this morning. I said we don't have poor people in this church. They might just not look like it yet, but this is a church of billionaires. And I'm talking physical resources. Did you hear me? Because I know you guys that the billions won't own you. Do you understand me? There's a big difference. The materialism message is amassing things that you lose your soul to. The kingdom message is 
gathering things that you will steward over and use for the advancement of God's kingdom. Completely different. Some, some people sign a check of five million and before they sleep, they are just like, God, I remember those days. That I'm at the grocery store and the, and the cashier says, um, that card didn't go through. And then I gave them another one. They said that one too didn't go through. So I had to tell them, can you take half on this card? Some people don't know what I'm talking about. And can you take half on the other card? Just so that I can leave this lane. And because the line is increasing. And I'm bringing embarrassment. And the devil is saying, is this how a child of God does grocery shopping? But the days are coming, you just get into the store. Say, where is the manager? And the manager is looking at, why are you asking for the manager? So I used to live here six years ago. This is the store I struggled. I want you to close the door. Between now and between this 12 noon and 2 o'clock, everybody that buys anything, tell them it is paid for. That's just my way. I just want to say thank you. And they'll say, who paid for it? Say, just tell them Jesus paid for it. I'm going to be like Saturday evangelism like that. That your team will just gather and say, we are just going to pay for some people and let them know that this Jesus is real. Those days are coming. Go and write it down. Those days are coming in the name of Jesus. So please, just to encourage you, don't, don't, be, don't, don't get the other side of the conversation. Don't get it. Get the main side. That this is what my tomorrow looks like and I am work in progress. Glory to God. Are the questions coming in? Okay, we have two questions already on the screen. So let me run through the things I, I have on my heart so that we can go to the questions. Psalms chapter 1, 1, 2. Let's read very quickly from verse 1 to 10. It's essentially the whole chapter. I want to show you a picture of your future. Are you ready? Are you ready to see it? It says, hallelujah. Blessed man, blessed woman who fear God. Who cherish, is it in your Bible? Is it on your screen? We are reading from the message translation. Who cherish and relish his commandments, their children are robust on the earth. The homes of the upright are blessed. Their house is brim with wealth. Can you see kingdom wealth and generosity that never runs dry? Sunrise breaks through the darkness for good people, God's grace and mercy and justice. Let's move on. The good person is generous and lends lavishly. No shuffling or stumbling around for this one, but a sterling and solid and lasting reputation. He's saying this prosperity will not come at the expense of your integrity and of your dignity. Unfazed by rumor and gossip, Oh, the banks are going to crash. It's 2018 all over again. 2008 all over again. Unfazed. <clears throat> I think I'm going to need a cup of water. Unfazed by rumor and gossip. Heart ready. Trusting in God. Spirit firm. Unperturbed. Ever blessed. Somebody say ever blessed. Relaxed among enemies. No, that, that one is not water. If there is... Well, if there isn't water, then I can have this one. Water is coming? Okay, so let me have that one. Then. Thank you. The lavish gifts on the poor, a generosity. Thank you, sir. A generosity that goes on and on and on. An honored life, a beautiful life. Does that sound like your life? Someone wicked takes one look and rages. Blusters away but ends up speechless. There is nothing to the dreams of the wicked. Nothing. 
So stay with God. Just stay with Jesus. I wish we recorded this morning's stewards meeting. Just stay with Jesus. Stay with Jesus. There is nothing on the other side. It's just green for nothing. It's it's film trick. (laughs) Just stay with Jesus. Glory to God. All right. So I, I have five points in my notes and then we'll go to questions. Is there a way the questions can be on my screen so that I don't bend and twist my neck in the process of reading questions? Number one, way to ease yourself into this conversation is buy the first one. Somebody say buy the first one. Somebody say buy the first one. If you are in this church and this is your church, you will know that there is a grace to buy the first one. Because over the years, we've seen people who thought it was not possible. And in a matter of months, you just hear, pity it has gone through. We are closing on. That kind of news gives me joy when I hear we are closing on. I was having a chat with a pastor friend who, at a time, a couple of months back now, so also felt the need to challenge the people, you know, to buy their, buy their homes. You can't just claim you're here and all you do is rent, you know. Take the, take the move. Trust God. And he told me, he said, PD, all my members are moving away. Are, are you listening? Because if you are a church in the GTA and you are emphasizing to buy to people listening in the GTA and it is their first one, Chances are that they may not buy the first one in the GTA. Do you understand my point? They may have to move further. Further out from the GTA. Even outside the province. Hello. So where does that put a pastor? You're laboring over souls, trusting God for those days. And they just tell you, pastor, it has happened. What has happened? You know, we bought the first one. Glory to God. Where is it? Is after it's down the way is it that there will now be a change of head. But please, can, can I say this from the altar? As your pastor, buy the first one. Go there. Hey. They, they, they said, Pity, are you serious? Do you want me to say it again? Buy the first one. Unless God is telling you to rent that one out and to stay here. We are in this for the long term. Do you understand? The second one can be in the very heart of the GTA. You, you, oh, they don't believe me. Hello. I know you miss like the, and the truth is the virtual experience is different. But do what you have to do for now. That's the way visionaries think. It's not a short-term thing. It's a long-term thing. I'm going to move away for X number of years and then we'll buy the second one and we move back to where we know our heart is. That's a game plan. No, we are not not going anywhere. I'm waiting for a house in GTA to come down to to 700. I want to buy at North York. North York is where the Holy Spirit told me. Etobicoke. And I want four bedroom. So I'm just waiting for it to be 700. Hello, hello. My brother, my sister. (laughs) It's not coming to 700 anytime soon. What God is going to do is to increase you. So that whatever it is, you don't understand? You buy the one you want. But the first, time, the first one, 
is not always the one you want. It won't look like your dream house. It won't even look like your house. Uh, okay. This is how poor people think and they stay poor. I can't afford the house I want now. Therefore, I won't buy. So 10 years, they are still where they were. Somebody else bought a one bed. Somebody else bought a studio. Built equity. Refinanced. Bought the second one. Two bed. One dilapidated house like this. Is you that he called it dilapidated? They are building equity. Building wealth. Buy the third one. Buy the fourth one. They have six tenants. Now, they are now like, where are those custom builders? Now I want to, I want to pick my kitchen. Do we have people like that here? I know the way my bedroom will look like. It's not this house. Let me tell you, neighbor, it's not this house. But that time is not far away. All right. Number two point I wanted to make before, let me make my points quickly because now there are questions. Number two point is that the goal, I said it in parable last week, but I want to say it clearly. The goal of your active income is for it to power passive incomes until the passive incomes will turn and tell the active income, thank you. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? Hello? Do you understand it? Do you understand it? So this is your active income. I have three streams of passive income. Yeah. Can you follow my example? So this guy's working hard. Nine to five. Five to nine. <clears throat> Do you understand? He's doing all of that work. All of that work. All of that work. I think what I need is now in the building. Doing all of that work. Doing all of that work. And then he's not spending and blowing everything away. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's not just spent. So I, have, I now have four income streams, right? Hello. People should rejoice with me. So, because this person has been attending life class, putting something away and investing in assets. These assets are generating income. This person has desired that they want to earn times two of what their active income brings. So, this person earns, let's say, $10,000 a month. Good example. And they've desired that they want their income generating assets to bring them times two. So they want to earn 20000 in passive income a month. They're going to need a plan. They're going to need a plan. Because this shares. So can, can, can we put question one there? Maybe I'll just use this to start answering the questions. Can you please elaborate some more on what paper assets are? So we're talking about assets that are in the realms of stocks, shares, index funds, mutual funds, and things of that nature. They are, they are called paper because historically you would go to one old-looking stock exchange and you pay money and now you own a certain part of a company. Okay? Hello? What we're going to do is we're going to elaborate on the differences in these classes. How do I buy stocks? What are the principles that guide investing in the stock market? Is that okay? Is that okay? We're going to talk about that. But there are certain stocks or even index funds that pay dividends. Hello? So you invest in a company or in an ETF. 
That's one of these classes. Let's say this is the ETF guy. Every quarter, every quarter, they give me, I invest $500. Is this this too much for us? Are you still following? I invest $500 and every quarter, they send me $5 dividends. Every quarter. If I did the, okay, let's say $6. Let's make it easy, easier. If I divide a quarter into months, how many months are in a quarter? Quick question. Three months. Because quarter sounds like four. So some of you wanted to say four. I saw you. I saw you. So three months. So how much has that person averaged per month from just that investment? Two dollars. So they invested 500. They get two dollars. But this person is looking at 20,000 per month. Right? But there are four asset classes. And they've dis- decided that because PD said real estate is the one that is real. They want real estate to drive their portfolio. Are you still with me? So let's call this big one real estate. This is real estate. This is taking 80% of their portfolio. So that means real estate should bring 80% of that 20%. Of that 20000 per month. How much is that? 16 k So the rest of the assets should bring how much? 4,000. So we have three assets left, right? Three, thousand, three assets from 4,000. That's about 1,000 what? 1,000-ish. 1,300 and something-ish. Ish, right? Per month. But this one stock is averaging $2. So that person knows that from this, if I'm going to keep this mix of portfolios, I'm going to need to invest more in this in this fund, ETF, which is a group of shares, if 500 is giving me $2 and I want over 1000 how much should I own in ETFs? Eh? Can somebody do the math for me? You want to get 1000 something per month? 500000 Now, that means you're going to own about $500,000 worth of that company's ETF. Remember, you own the shares. That they are paying dividends is the extra. You own the shares. You already own a part of that company. And if you own 500K in a company, you are a significant investor in that company. Those people are working for you. Let's just put it that way. The people that work 9 to 5 to go and work in that place, they are working for you. Even though they don't know you. But they are working for you. Is that fine? Is that fine so far? Now, you come to these other asset classes. You come to real estate. Alright, you live in your house. Your first rental property, cash flows $1,000. Do you know what I mean by cash flows? That means when you remove the mortgage and the bills and the expenses and you take it from the rent that you are being paid, you have, how much did you say you cash flow? $1,000. $1,000 per month. But you need how much from real estate? Sixteen. So you now have a plan. That if one property is bringing in 1,000, I'm going to need at least 16, I'm going to need 15 more properties that will cash flow 1,000 if that is your strategy. There are other ways to achieve that. So you now sit down with somebody who knows what they are doing and says, this is not a, this is not a quick rich scheme. Between now and the next seven years, somebody say seven years. That's the number I'm giving everybody. And it's not an arbitrary number. 
Somebody's like, Peter, are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Between now and, and seven years, by my seventh year from today, I want to have the rental property that is giving me that 16000 This one, between now and seven years, I want to increase what I own in that company up until 500000 Now, does that work? Part of what you can do from your real estate properties is after some years, you refi them, you put, pull out money, and you put in your other assets. Does that make any sense to us? Does that make sense? We might have to do a practical example to work this through. And then, by the time your, your portfolio, your passive income has doubled your active income, guess what that means? You don't have to go to work. And please, don't do it rudely. Don't do it. Don't just not show up. And then your manager calls you, Jake, where are you? You say, keep quiet. <laughs> keep quiet first. Keep quiet. Or do I, yeah, so somebody will call company-wide meeting. Send email to everybody. I have an important announcement to make. And everybody's there watching. CEO, manager, everybody. Just drop mics and walks out. <laughs> HR, everybody's looking. What, what happened? They just see the guy posting pictures the next day. Seaside. They're like, this one won, so he didn't win jackpot. You know, the devil sells that lie that what God will do over time. Just waste your life. Do you know there are people that are buying tickets every day? Their wealth strategy is that they will get the lucky numbers. And there are Christians who are saying, Holy Spirit, why can't you show me the winning numbers? This is the Holy Spirit showing you winning numbers now. His, his own winning numbers is called knowledge. It's called understanding. It's called wisdom. Those are the Holy Spirit's winning numbers. If anybody should tell you, come and pay for one holy water somewhere and wash your eyes, the next ticket you will buy will be the win. That's not my God. Aha. This is what did the work. Amen? Amen? So that's my number two point. My number three point, know your numbers. Somebody say know your numbers. Many of us don't like feeling bad. Help me tell you. They say there's no use feeling bad. This, this, is, not, this, is, not your, this is not the real you. This is just the picture today. Somebody say the picture today. So, know your numbers. If you can do this assignment within the next one week, then you are ready to work in financial independence within the next seven years. Did you hear me? Number one. You might not like what you will see when you do this exercise, but do it nonetheless. How much is all my income from everywhere? Now. Number two. Expenses. Everything now. Tight, offering, seed, um, gas, grocery, bills, mortgage, rent, interest payments, everything. Hello? You might not like what you will see, but you have to do this. Just do it. If you say, I'm not very sure. Give your best estimate. Do you understand me? Number three, debt. How much do I owe? Ah, so it's BD, please. That one, that one. Let's not go there. Because everything, credit cards, line of credit, friends and family. Amen. Amen. Everything. Mortgage or mortgages. 
Everything. Just put a number. Know it. This one alone is like Goliath. It will sw- when it swallows these two, you're like, my goodness, what am I doing? But help me turn to your name. Say, know your numbers. And then number four. Cash flow. What is left over every month? This minus this minus the minimums to support this. What is left? For many people, sincerely, today, what is left is like minus. <laughs> Let me just clean it. Somebody just say it is well. But that, that's, that's, that's the start point. That's not the end point. Because the same you in a matter of years will do this same exercise and you just smile. You'll just be singing, see what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. But please know your numbers. Number four point on my heart, looking at my time. It says, invest in knowledge. PD studied medicine. But I've had to learn this. Because if, if, if you don't learn this, the future does not respect what you studied. It respects what you know. There are people who have finance degrees, economics degrees, business degrees. They are swimming in wealth. They can't afford to die. You don't know what that means? Literally cannot afford to die. And I say this with due respect. If they were to die today, their families would need to do like crowdsource funds to actually like balance things. Hello? So come all of that education does not produce financial intelligence. This one, you are going to have to learn it. You pay the price and thank God for, for avenues like life class. Where you are learning this in digestible, underst- is it digestible? Is it understandable? Are you grateful to God that you are in a place where you can learn this? In a way that it does not corrupt your soul. Yeah. Invest in knowledge. And then number five thing on my heart to share with you is give yourself time. I thought this is where we started from, right? Give yourself time. Don't rush it. Give yourself time. Give yourself time. Those big things that God said you will do for him, you will do them. Did you hear me? You will do them, but give yourself time. Help me turn to your neighbor and say, give yourself time. All right. Um, please don't take more questions because of our time. Don't take more questions. If you have more questions, send them. But we won't answer them. Let me not say don't take more questions. We'll answer them in a future session. Is that fine? Is that fine? So as it is right now, my time is up. That means PD did well. True or false? So can we first, can we acknowledge that first? Can you acknowledge that first? So I will, I will take an extra with the permission of our leaders, five minutes, just to quickly touch on these questions. Any question that, that is in a future teaching, will push it the future teaching is that fine okay question number two how do you know what direction to go what to engage yourself in with respect to the asset classes you have shared with us i thought this question was answered at the stewards meeting this morning so my answer is come for stewards meeting i'm just kidding but the, the spirit of god will direct you he will teach you you know part of what we did when we listed the long list was that your pastor has chosen two for you do you remember I chose real estate for you. I chose business for you. But the rest, fill it up. Fill it up yourself. You know? So how do I fill it up? Am I just guessing? No. There is something, the, 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 the spirit of a man knows the things of a man. They are the things that you will, you will connect with, you will flourish at, 
That even in the face of overwhelming disappointment, you push through it. Those are the things that you constitute your list. Things that even if after doing it, they now say there's no money again to make. Like, it's fine. I've now come to love doing this. Do you understand? So that's how you know, but this, the bedrock of it, let the Spirit of God direct you. He has an opinion on everything in your life. So ask him. And that's what it is. It's an opinion. He won't force you. We'll just say, hmm, right now, this is what I would do. How many, of, how many of us have people in our lives that talk like that? Extremely wise. Spirit-filled. They won't call you and say, well, um, hello, um, Laura. The Lord said. Actually, they won't do that. They'll just say, ah, how are you doing? How are the kids? Oh, they are so grown now. Do you know right now, if like I really had a chance, this is the direction I'll be going right now. And they're delivering the word of the Lord. But you now need the discernment to say, Uncle, that thing you just said is not just the, it's not obvious counsel, no. That's the, that's the voice of reason. But it's, it's the person who is hungry that can pick it. So, with respect to the asset classes, that's Q2. Q3, is Q3 the last one? Or there's one more? Okay. What do, what do one do, okay, what does one do if you do not have the full down payment to buy a home? All right. So, generally speaking, this is a good question. Somebody say this is a good question. I'm going to answer this for if it is your first home versus if it is a rental. Now, this is best practice. Somebody says scripture because you know what Peter wants to say. Scripture, count the cost. That's what Jesus said. Before you start, count the cost. Count the cost. So, if it is your first home, Your prayer approval will let you know the house you can afford. Hello? Hello? So, and if it is your first home, you're also permitted to do 5% down. Hello? Are we still together? Is this safe? Well, 5% down on the first... Any mortgage people in the house? 5% down on the first... Is it on the first 500 or the first 1 million? On the first property. So even if I'm buying a $2 million home as my first house, is it still 5%? It, okay. So I think it's on this. So if you are buying a house of 1.5, you pay 5% of the 1, and you will have to do the 20 on the extra 500. There's a way they calculate it. Please, if there's a mortgage broker work, watching, and I'm, I'm not 100% accurate. No, not, twi- not 25. 5 on the 1. So 5% of 1 million is how much? Is, is 50,000, right? 20% of 500 is how much? It's 100, right? So the total is 150. Please, mortgage guys, if you are watching and we are wrong, pardon us, we are just trying to make a point. But what is 25 of 1.5? What is 25% of 1.5? Calculators quickly. Two? No, should be more. 
375? All right. So can I see it's different? So it's not 25. It's five on the first one. And then the full one on the other ones. Even though this now they will, they will charge you something called PMI for the extra 15% that somebody is making up for you. Do you understand? So if it is your first one and based on your pre-approval, you can afford it. Somebody say you can afford the house. Save brutally. Cut off everything. If you need help, talk to friends and family. Within the law, you're allowed to receive gifts. And some, some lenders will tell them to sign gift letters. Did you hear me? For the first one. Calculating your down payment is an interesting number to calculate. Because here people say, oh, we pay the deposit. This is how much we need. Closing cost. <laughs> Closing cost, moving cost, then settling in costs. Jesus said, count the cost. But please don't rush yourself. The house does not have to look like a palace on day one. If you have to sleep on the floor, you are sleeping in your own house. So it's okay. We will start with the floor. Do you understand my point? But please have enough to close. And there are calculations for that. The deposit there, the lawyer's fees, the land transfer fee, even though it's the first home, it might not be as bogus. But if it is, so this is what I, I save brutally, dig into your own savings, friends, and family. I strongly do not recommend using private lenders or expensive money. Do you know what expensive money is? Do you know what? That means the cost of borrowing is high. There was a documentary on Netflix uh, uh, that exposed, um, I can't remember how they call them, shark lenders or something like that. Loan sharks, thank you. So right now, if you go to, if you are, just check it, when you're in the mall, go to all those cash for money, lend direct, they are now required by law to put the actual interest. Go and check it. You see, in the life of this loan, total interest is 375%. They are now required by law to disclose it. Because you won't know. You just say, take 500 will you just pay us $75. So the poor man, that's a deal because he needs 500 today. Uh, you, 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 don't, you, don't, you don't understand? In finance, there's something called pres time value of money. Present value and future value. The poor man, by default, is gifted in knowing present, <laughs> present value. The wealth builder, by default, is gifted in knowing future value of money. Okay. I know I didn't explain that, but let's, let's keep it in the fridge for another day. If it is a rental property or your second and above, you can now, in addition to all of this, definitely what you can afford. Don't falsify documents. Definitely what you can afford. But now, you can dig in into other tools. You can explore, if it makes sense, private lending slash Second mortgages. Do you understand this? Do you understand this? Hello? Do you understand this? Now, part of my desires as pastor of this church, and I'm saying it out there because God will help us to do it. If you are approved for the house you can afford and you need support to close, part of my desire as pastor is for us to have a fund that supports our members to close on their own homes. Did you hear me? And I'm saying it out. Somebody cannot just knock from the road and say, I mean, I, 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 I love Jesus too. <laughs> I can't close. We will give you Jesus' address. Do you understand? 
But for those that they know that this is where God has planted them, and we know that this is where God has planted you, do you understand me? My heart's desire, and not too long from now, is to have a fund. If that fund will just be, thank you for trusting God and for taking this step. It's going to, it's not a loan. You will not have to return it. It's just going to support you on your closing date. Do you understand? And that fund, we are, and it is me and you that will be investors in that fund. In the mighty name of Jesus. All right, is that Q4? Is, is that Q? That's Q3. One more question. PD, you have one minute to answer this. Should a sister still go ahead to own a mortgage before the wedding date if she could, if her fiancé is already home? Number, number one, I like this one. See, I can sleep here. This one, I am passionate about it. Don't pause your life for man or marriage. Hey, you didn't hear me. Don't pause your life. Don't say, I'm waiting to. You're not wait. Let the man not meet somebody that needs help. Let him meet somebody that is privileged to be in her life. You own your properties. Your portfolio is already moving. You're even asking the guy, what, what does your future portfolio look like? He's like, what? what? Just know that that person is not here. He has not been watching life class. So who raised you? Where is your church? Where do you? <laughs> Please, don't, 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 don't say that. But you understand my point? Don't pause your life. Don't buy a house with someone you are not married to. Oh, but Peter, we are going to get married. Don't do it. If you must do a JV agreement, these are two separate entities forming a JV to invest in a property. You see that my voice just went louder now. So please, should the sister still go ahead and own, own yes, buy your house before the wedding date and let your husband know there should be full disclosure which is part of what we discuss in counseling let him know what you own and what you owe you should know what he owns and what he owes so that as you are saying I do you are saying I do to everything <laughs> you don't understand so that when you now come together you can now discuss how to marry your resources and consolidate your corporate debt because your debt is now his debt his debt is now your debt Amen. But marriage is a beauty. It's a beautiful something. All right. Did the PD answer that question? And the flip side for the men too. Please don't pause your life. Say you're waiting. Don't wait for anything. Once you get the permission of the Spirit of God, go for it. Oh, but we are getting married six months down the line. I was going to close, you know, this, this week. Go ahead and close. There is no guarantee that that marriage will go on six months down the line. They're like, okay, PD, I think the time is up. I know, I know, I know. I'm leaving, I'm leaving the stage to praise God. Have you been blessed by today's life class? So next week, we're going to explore the different mechanisms of real estate investing. And then the week after, we'll start the conversation on help. I need a business idea. Praise God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow, that was an awesome one. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember you are a champion. God bless you.